Hello and welcome to Winter is Crappening. It is a Watcher Crappens Game of Thrones podcast, although House of Dragon now. I'm Ben Mandelker and joining me today is the one and only Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you today? Well, hello, Ben. We don't have to start calling it anything other than a Game of Thrones podcast if we still get the same theme song. You guys spring for a new theme song. We'll spring for a new name. Okay, fuckers. <laughs> I just want everyone to know where the hell they are in the case they're confused. So, uh, but welcome. Uh, we're Ben and Ronnie. In case you are coming to us directly, uh, we also have the Watcher Crappens podcast where we cover mostly Bravo TV. It's a comedy podcast. So go check that out too. Um, also, we are here to talk about House of the Dragon episode three. This is, you can do more than just listen to us. You can actually watch us. If you go over to our Patreon, uh, our Patreon is connected to our Watch What Crappens podcast. It's patreon.com slash watch Crappens and support at the Crappens on demand level. You can watch us. Ronnie just waved and now I'm waving. So um, uh, let's dive into all the madness. It is episode three. By the way, thanks for being patient. We came out a day later because it was Labor Day. Um, this episode, I actually really like this episode, Ronnie, I have to say, of House of the Dragon. I felt like I was a little bit more invested in what was going on. I think it's because all the characters were mainly in the same place. That being said, it was also a little predictable. You know, like, it's like, oh, wow, Rhaenyra's running off into the woods. I wonder if she's the one to find the White Stag. I wonder if that will happen. And of course it did, you know. But um, I enjoyed it a lot more. What about you? I liked it too. I mean, it's a little less plotty than than the original Game of Thrones, right? I feel like there were like thirty things happening in one episode, and this one's like, well, still the dad and the daughter and the the wife, even though a lot of time has passed now, you know. Yeah. And um, fortunately for them, it doesn't pass on their faces like it passes on mine. I mean, how many years passed? Like three years. I think. Uh, yeah, years, it had right? to it had to be like at least two years and nine months. Or so at least so probably about three years so where who are your botox doctor like three <laughs> a lot has happened in my three years i mean in my three years i've started putting safety pins on my back like clothes pins to like mm. keep my skin at botoxing chemical peels what are these fuckers they look the same listen they the doctors back then they were not great at dealing with skin conditions in terms of like you know open sores and pus and everything like that but in terms of anti-aging remedies they were on top of it <laughs> Except the crab feeder. The crab feeder. The crab feeder that is still strong. Yeah, that guy really. I mean, look, just apologize to everybody so you can have access to whatever skincare they have access to because this is not working for you. I don't think anybody in crab feeder's immediate friend circle would even say, oh my God, you look great. Like, <laughs> you need work, crab feeder. Okay. Crab feeder, I feel like crab feeder was done a disservice. Apparently, crab feeder is from the original book. I, I verified with my friends who re read the original book. And crab feeder yeah. was a thing. And I feel like I don't know much about the crab feeder, but I feel like he deserved better than what this show gave him. Like, they didn't give him any sort of like menacing monologues. They didn't even let him speak. I was like, look, in Batman Returns, the Penguin, arguably ridiculous. He has an army of penguins that are going to shoot missiles at Gotham City. That is one of the most ridiculous things of all time. But it works because we got Danny DeVito. We got monologues. He has the support from Catwoman. But Crab Feeder, it's like, where we're going to put some very small, not even king crabs. We're putting just small crabs on your body. And we're going to let the, the crab caress your chin a little bit. And then that's supposed yeah. to be like the thing that we're scared of. And like, we need some monologues from him. We need to really hate him. So... 
Yeah, I need like a song, something, something for Crab Feeder because I feel like it's a psoriasis commercial. I feel like City <laughs> Lopper is going to come out and be like, you know what doesn't define me? Psoriasis. I won't be defined by psoriasis. I'm like, really? Tell the Crab Feeder that because that's literally all he's giving me right now. Yeah. Not psoriasis necessarily, but you know, his condition, whatever he, it is. Bark. The What's crab, the bark condition called? The bark condition uh, on the show? I think it was called the, like yeah. the dread or the plight or some. Or was, I, I, I apologize to our Game of Thrones. The I know I'm not going to apologize. Bark, it was like the it was the dread or something like that. But you know the the crab feeder could have been a great gay icon. Like he already kind of looks like Shelley Duvall, and so all the hard the hard like like a like not like as if Shelley Duvall were in makeup. By the way, I'm not saying Shelley Duvall looks like she You're is killing me. It's grayscale for everybody. Grayscale, yeah, grayscale. It is both a sorry Shelley Duvall and a filter. Um, no, Shelley du- meaning like if Shelley Duvall had this makeup on her, you know. I thought like the crab feeder could have given us more. He does. He does. <laughs> crab feeder does give off Shelly Duvall with grayscale. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I'm sorry, Shelly Duvall. You deserved better. <laughs> but you know who else did? Crab feeder. So, crab feeder. But anyway. Life is unfair to Duvalls sort of and the... crab feeders. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you want to be more menacing, choose. Like there's a lot of really dangerous fish in the sea. I just feel like crab feeder, we could have done better. He, he could have yeah. done better. We could have done better. Um, Glad they got rid of Crab Feeder, though, because I need a better villain than Crab Feeder. And yeah. it looks like they're going to have to give us one because they kill people every two seconds on this show. We pulled up the HBO site of the family tree and the characters and stuff, which they don't list everybody, but they list all the main people. Already so many people are dead. It's episode three. <laughs> yeah, this is like, uh, you know, this is like those ep- those seasons of Top Chef. Where they just like eliminate four chefs right off the bat. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We only just started the show and you're already doing like mass eliminations. Like what the hell? Yeah. Um, Okay. So there I clapped. That means we get into it now. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it should be a horn to signify the hunt has begun. (laughs) So, um, so the show, so we see um, burning building. It was opens up. We see like a dragon flag, and then we see fire. I mean, the dra- it's not a dragon flag. It's like the Targaryen thing. And so then <laughs> it was better than I wrote. Here's my note: horse flag. No wait, long horse, worm horse, dragon flag. <laughs> it that did look. Note. It was a long it shot. Did- it was a long shot. <laughs> You know what, though? I actually thought it was a horse, too, at first. And I was like, horse flag. And then I was like, no, it's drag. Maybe it was, well, cause they, don't they, they call, oh, they call Corliss the sea snake. I was going to say, he could have been the seahorse. Anyway, the flag is burning. Things are burning. Buildings are burning. There are people that are carrying things. Everything is just, like, on fire. And um, then we see what turns out to be the crab feeder himself pulling a hammer He's like, he's pulling a hammer out of a box. And there's like a guy who looks, it sort of looks like Post Malone. Post Malone sort of like tied up against the stake. And uh, he's like, he's really angry. And he's like, House Valerian is coming for you. The sea snake will have your, have your poxy fucking head. I was like, I don't think the crab feeder is going to respond to that. I think that really like the, I think cut purse is the way you have to really get to him. I don't think he likes being called a cut purse. <laughs> Also, he's already got a pox on his head. So what are you going to throw yeah, out next? You like, know? It's like threatening of... me with bad credit. Like, really? <laughs> what else you got? Yeah, you <laughs> have to sort of like just read the read the situation before you come up with your insult sometimes. 
Yeah, and the guy's like, fuck you, betrayer, and your whore brother, and your bastard father. I'm like, well, anything else? <laughs> I mean, you think he hasn't, this has been going on for three years. You think this is the first time you, someone said this to him? It's not going to get to him. Like, what you really crap. need to do is say, I understand why you feel this way, and if you give me a minute, I'd love to talk with you about what happened that got you this no, way. No, you say, listen, I would like to give you this opportunity to share your trauma. Yeah. Okay? It's 2022. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the show's not in 2022, but, I mean, you know, it's better than calling someone a whore father or whatever. So, anyway, yeah. Crab Feeder is like, oh, really? He doesn't say anything. <laughs> he just looks in his Shelly Duvall with Shelly Duvall <laughs> with Grayscale face, and yeah. then he puts a little crab on a him. Little... And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so cute. That little <laughs> crab is... And the crab's like, hi. It's like going really slowly up him. It's like, I'm just a crab. <laughs> it was. It was just really like, I'm a little teapot, but like the crab version whatever crabs uses teapots and it was just like this adorable little crab like walking up his chest and then it's like claw comes out and just starts like poking at his chin a little bit it's like it was like a little love tap (laughs) and he's like "Ah!" and i just wrote lol crabs i can't i'm sorry you need a better villainous thing than crabs eating you you just need a better thing like make him big scary crabs but not little baby crabs that are just like walking up and are like what's going on you know just gonna lay the land and so then this crab is like up on his chin like its claws like just touch his chin and this guy loses his shit he's like "Ah, ah!" it's it's like little baby crab touching the chin yeah so um the guy's screaming and the feeder just walks away and he hears a whistle and we hear guys shouting oh my god it's the worm horse dragon thing ah! and then the dragon comes out and of course burns shit down you know and i feel bad for the dragon because like there's no way to really top anything that the, like the dragon really blows its load in one scene you know it's mm. like look we're burning things down and then what do you get it's just they, they just keep burning things down i need growth from the dragons also yeah. this dragon is much longer and skinnier than the other dragons mm. that we've seen right very long very skinny and honestly i'm gonna say a little dumber than the other ones <laughs> and my reasoning i will get to but i feel like we've seen smarter dragons yeah you know what? i'll get to my yeah, reasoning like now. you can't get into the cave you're a long skinny dragon you're, put your head in there like well, well like also like the archers throw like shoot arrows at him it's like hey hey dragon you can burn things that aren't on the ground you can burn things that are on ledges too <laughs> like you're a dumb dragon <laughs> yeah but i mean that's moving so fast that maybe it would burn him because he's burning it would burn the it's arrow dra- and the arrow no. would keep coming because later on that dragon proves perfectly capable at burning archers on ledges but like for three years has not considered that as an, as a thing to do <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing for three years they can't kill the for three years the dragon comes out and everyone retreats into the caves and the archers shoot the dragon and for three years no one had the brilliant idea to aim the dragon at the archers right dumb dragon <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> and all the arrows and the bows like what do Everything. they take them in every day like surely there's been a day that they just leave their toys outside it's they're boys you know one day just like just burn just just get, just do it <laughs> yeah so then um the guy who's got a crab coming up his chest sees the dragon he's like told you mother whore face 
<laughs> you know, hey, the dragon's here to save me. Everyone heard my prayer. Thank you, dragon. Come save me. And the dragon backs up and just squashes him, which just I thought was really steps funny. on him. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Also, like this whole like the 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 dragon like burning the place up is also just going to kill a lot of their people too. I guess they're already on their way. What with the crabs and such. So I, know, I was wondering about dragon aim because there does yeah. seem to be some incredible dragon aim. They're like everybody in our army go into the center of the yard. Now burn! I'm like, wait a minute. Um, so then the crab feeder, basically Damon's yelling, because of course he's on the dragon. And he's like, crab feeder! Crab feeder! <laughs> and then the crab feeder's up in a cave and he just slowly walks backwards. He's like, ha ha, you haven't figured out how to go into holes yet, have you, worm thing? <laughs> another day, another, <laughs> another night, another night of me... Fooling them into thinking I wasn't going to walk into the cave, but for the yeah. for the 900th day in a row, I'm walking back into a cave. Yeah, Dragon Feeder just stands there at the mouth of the cave like, fuck with me. Find out. He just backs up like with spirit fingers, fossy fingers. He's like, guess what? I'm going back into my cave, stupid. <sighs> so uh, da- Damon's like, yeah, he's just trying to be like, come out here. But, you know, anyway. They go into the caves, and then the archers come out, and the dragon has to fly away. So then, so then we go to a party, and it's like a big catered party, okay? And there's a pig there. Yeah. Soul days, so that's what they did. They're like, just roast the whole pig, you know? So there's like a pig, but it's a double-headed roasted pig. Mm. And all I could think about was, they don't have barbecue sauce. Like, what do they eat this with? What yeah. is this marinated in? Because I feel like back then they just put pigs on a stick and just put fire on them until they could eat them. Do you yeah. think they had sauces? I think that I okay. I think there were sauces, but the Targaryens don't have sauces. I think the yeah, Targaryens right. like their stuff is always under seasoned. Like you, when you look I at the agree. Targaryens, you think they're gonna cook tasty seasoned food? I don't think so. No, and they it's always have, yeah, it's always under seasoned and it's always burnt because they're tar- it's like we get it. You're Targaryens. We don't need everything burnt. Okay, like yeah. it would be nice to have some juicy pig. And in fact, they try to sell their under seasoning as actually something that's good. They're like, oh, well, you'll notice that the, the pig is very lightly salted because we're trying to keep our sodium low. It's actually good. It's part of a better <laughs> diet. And you're like, great, great. And then you're like thinking to yourself, like, I can't wait to get out of this castle to go get some like better food down by like, the whorehouse. <laughs> so um, we're in a big, uh, basically the king is looking around the party and um, someone's like, oh, look at your baby. Look at your baby that you had. He has your eyes, king. He has your eyes. And the king's like, yes, and my nose as well. <laughs> finger. Everyone's laughing. Does he have my finger? Does anyone have my finger, actually? <laughs> Three-year-old <laughs> joke. Still funny. Still funny. Uh, so, um, this, so there's this guy talking to Otto who... I didn't know who he was, so I wrote down Republican. He sort of to me looked like like a like a Mitch McConnell type. So I, that's that's what I was calling him. But it no, turns this out, is Mr. Roper. This is okay. This is so the one that looks like, I'm sorry, everybody, for the creaking boat sounds. I'm scratching my back on my creaky chair. Hold on, just let it pass. Just let it pass. And my back's done. Okay, go ahead, Ben. <laughs> but it turns out this is Hobart Hightower who is the brother of Otto Hightower. This is what we found out from the HBO site, which is very helpful. So this is Hobart talking to Otto. Again, like the naming on this show is hilarious, that you just have like Rhaenys and, D- and 
I'm Emma with an A-E and Viserys and Bylon and Otto and Hobart. So uh, anyway, they're talking together and um, basically they're like so proud. They're so into Aegon. They're big Aegon heads because it's basically Otto's grandson and they want Aegon to, to be the heir to the throne because then they're like basically grandpa and, and grand uncle to like the king, which is which is super cool. Yeah, which is why Otto whored out his daughter to the king with a little mm-hmm. model glue, you know, yep. and a lace-up dress. So he's like, oh, I can't wait for your baby to be king. And he's like, oh, it will take some time. I mean, I just watched him eat some porridge with his hands. <laughs> um, so he's like, well, I need you to make him see it, Lord Hand, that he can be your that he can be your uh, king. Make him see it, Lord Hand. And I just feel like this. I don't like that Lord Hand. Who wants to be called Hand? Yeah. You know? It's a mortifying nickname. It's like you just sound like a masturbator. You know? Yeah, it's true. And they're really <sighs> excited because it's this, It's Aegon's second name day. And so um, so basically, um, Hu- is it Hobart or Hubert? I just said it. It's Hobart. Yeah, Hobart. Hobart is like... He's basically like, oh, he's like, it's Aegon's second name day. His infancy is behind him. It only remains for Viserys to name him to the throne. And um, I'm just like, I hate to break it to you, but he's only two years old. He's still going to be awful for a little bit. Let's like not, let's not act like he's a grown man just yet. In this day and age, they tried to whore out like an eight-year-old last week. He's probably old enough to get his damn driver's license in this town. Okay, <laughs> So then some guy runs in. And he's like, I bring bad news. Bad news. Bad news, king. It's about Crab Frida. And the king's like, oh, for Christ's sake. Today of all days, Crab Frida. He's like, it's urgent. He's like, it's been three years. It can be another three days. For crying out loud, the boy's going to be old enough to vote tomorrow. Can you give him a break? <laughs> and then they cut to that you see an, an extra in the back around doing like full-on extra work where he like he like looks urgently to the left he's like three days i was like oh good work extra you really you Mm -hmm. really clocked in today you know (laughs) like with that exaggerated you know look of alarm on your face so the king is basically saying like look there's no like let's not like freak out about this okay we have a buffet we have this giant pig thing that is appropriately seasoned despite what everyone else here is saying so let's just like enjoy this moment right now i mean can we do gifts first did anyone bring in the mini plastic motorized dragon yet (laughs) uh so the guy's like um sir we're blunted on the step stones i mean come on and he's like oh for christ's sake Kristen, male Kristen, Kristen, where's ray ray and he's like, but bad news, bad news. I'm still saying bad news. Damon's driven the men hard. They're questioning his authority. If there's time to get him out, it's now, sir, now. And bad then the news guy's really committed. This messenger's yeah. like, I'm not shutting up, okay? It's like he pressed snooze over and over, and he just keeps going. Yeah, this is actually Tyland Lannister, by the way. So this is like a, uh, a, a an ancestor of Cersei, etc. So, um, so basically he's just like, it's just like the king is just trying to really enjoy the fun parts of being a king, having parties, going on hunts and the stepstones and triarchy are just always constantly getting in the way at all times. So, uh, basically like they're looking for, for basically he's like, 
Right now, I just care about where the hell my daughter is. Well, I'll tell you where she is. She's like a divorced woman going back to the same restaurant that she used to love going to with her love before he cheated on her and left, okay? Because she's under that tree and she's still in books, but now she's not with Alicent because Alicent left to bone her dad. So now she's stuck with some whore, some paid guitar player there. And she's just making him play the same song over and over again. You know, he's like, wouldn't you like something else? Little Patsy Klein, maybe. And she's like, (laughs) play it again. I said, play it. He's like, trees in the water, dragon side, dragon side, the tree in the water. Dragon Side, Dragon Side, again. She's like, again, Dragon Side. That song is a bop. Come on, do it again. <laughs> it slaps. It's like, no one has twerked t- like Alicent has twerked to Dragon Eye. Play it again and go. <laughs> this is my jam. Play it again. <laughs> under the Dragon's Eye, under the Dragon's Eye. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So um, she's just sitting there reading a book, listening to her her eye minstrel, and um, that's in like lowercase i because that's what they had before iPods was eye minstrels. And so uh, she's reading her book, and um, Allison comes out, and she's like, you know, she she comes out, and then the minstrel just stops because it's like the queen, you know. And so Rhaenyra's like, did I say stop? This is my favorite song, and I was just working out a dance for TikTok on it. Please, from the top. So, um, Alicent, we didn't mention, but she's hugely pregnant again. She's yeah. like Fertile Myrtle over there. So, um, she's like, Rhaenyra. She's like, that's my queen. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, your presence is requested in the, in the main room. She's like, I'm reading, all right? Don't rip that <laughs> page ripper. <laughs> Page Remember when we were friends and I'd read pages together and we would laugh? Well, now I do it alone. <laughs> so basically, Allison sends the minstrel away, Samwell, which is so rude because it's like he's playing her favorite song. And uh, basically, she's like, the queen commands you to go to leave the Codswood at once. So Samwell leaves. And um, so basically, Allison just like, is demanding that Rhaenyra joins them for this party and for the hunt. And Rhaenyra, I feel like Rhaenyra is both, she's both like rebellious, like I'm not going to do it, but then she's also passive aggressive, like fine, I will do it, but I won't be happy about it. Like she can't quite pick a lane, right? Yeah, because her friend screwed her over. So she's mad at her. So she's like, is that King Command? Then I'll do it, but I'm not doing it from you. Yeah. Prego, stepmother, you're not my mother. So it's like that kind of attitude. So um, Allison's like, I will be patient. I will be kind. If you don't do it, I will rewind. No charge. Come on, darling. Check, you're not my mother. <laughs> so they go inside, and then um, the king and queen and Ray, Ray are there. And, the you know, there's like a little baby in the car. And the nannies are there. Mm-hmm. They really highlight the nannies. They're like, look at Allison. She doesn't even like holding her own children because there's always <laughs> nannies around. And I'm, I'm sure there are people out there parent-shaming Alicent, and, mm-hmm. to which I say, shut up. Stop parent-shaming, okay? You shouldn't hold those things unless you're poor. Right. And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, they're in that, like, that carriage that we really don't like. I, by the way, I feel like in the three and a half years, like, or three years, there should have been, like, an update to the carriage design. Like, I mean, if Toyota can do it once a year, I think the king could like commission a new carriage right 
Yeah, that carriage is old. You guys need to get the belts fixed. Yeah. So Ray's like, um, should you even be traveling in your condition, preg preg? And the king's like, um, excuse me, maybe we should stop pregnant shaming and realize that maybe it's your turn to get pregnant, Ray Ray. She's like, ah, gross, gross, ew. <laughs> and Allison's like, it's not so bad, actually. You know, Egon came quickly. Your father, not so much. I mean, really. <laughs> Talk about doing the helicopter. It was all night long. But I got it to work twice. Twice now. The nannies give themselves furtive looks like, disgusting. So uh, so, the, so then the king is like, well, you should come ride out with me today. You know, join the chase because we're going to go hunting because that's what we do. We go hunting. And she's like, um, I'd rather not because boars squeal like children when they're slaughtered. And I find it discomforting. Um, which is like uh, very anti-Borist. <laughs> I thought it was nice. She's like, I will not kill a pig. And he's like, you're going to do it. You have duties. And she's like, oh, as I'm ceaselessly reminded. All right. No one's here for me. No one cares about me. And it's like, okay, Ray Ray, I get it. You're not getting what you want. I need less petulance from Ray. Okay. Yeah. I need less. Time out. Time she's out. Very- you know, she gets a little she gets a little fussy when she doesn't have a room that she can walk slowly around, you know? Because that's <laughs> she does. That's kind of like her thing is that she walks slowly through rooms and looks around and then people look at her, but then look away, but then she looks at them and then looks away and she just goes and does laps. So if she has yeah. to be confined to a carriage, she kind of loses her mind a little bit. It's like her busy work, you know, like some parents <laughs> like, "Oh my god, give her crayons." It's like, "Oh, give her a water pitcher. She'll shut right up." Right? <laughs> And then the king's like, now listen here, young lady. If my finger wasn't about to fall off, I would spank your ass. I don't care if it got me canceled. All right? Uh, so, so then they go to this big, like, tent city, which, right. you know, when it was fancy. When it was still fancy to it have was a glamping. tent city. It was glamping. They basically are going to go glamping right now. <laughs> um, my note on this scene so far is I want to fuck the man bun guy. That's all I really there was remember, a hot man bun here. There's a hot man bun. I don't remember man mm-hmm. bun guy. There's a lot of people, a lot of extras. So they all the the royal party arrives and like everyone, like all the every all the peasants and stuff, they're all clapping for them except for Thailand because he's still really angry. He's like, I tried to tell them about the stepstones, and they're like, we want to eat more of the buffet. And I was like, you could do both, but please listen about the stepstones. And they wouldn't listen to me, so I'm not going to clap when they get here. Ha! My protests. And Mr. Roper, God, of course he has to do the name announcement. This fucking, hail, hail, it's the conqueror of the East and the man with the gold watch. Man who plays <laughs> piano under the eaves of the leaves. That rhymed, I didn't even try to. The man who tiled his own bathroom after watching <laughs> one episode of Flip or Flop. King, what's his face? <laughs> hell, hell. Aegon, the conqueror, babe, second of his name, holder of the plane that arrived in his hangar, pee putter in his ears, Aegon. And Ray Ray's like, I'm staying in the car. It's hot in here. I'm not staying in the car. So she ends up getting out of the car and like walks around the party tent all pissed off. And she's like looking at everybody with her judgy look, you know, which I love. Mm -hmm. And the king is just watching her and she's like, I'm still ignoring you. Oh, so we're not staying in the car anymore. Shut up, dad. (laughs) And uh, then the king's like getting uh, groomed. So she goes into the gossiping room. Yeah. Oh, the gossiping room is the best room, by the way. Yeah. The queen has her own gossip tent. 
which yeah. is great. And I love that Allison has just been like, fine, I'm queen, fine, show me to the gossip room. Because before she's like, I'm so shy, what? Ow, my finger, I'm going to pick my nails, I'm so insecure, I don't like people who rip out pages from books. And now she's like, I'm the queen, show yeah. me to the gossip room. She's like, this is so much more fun than lighting sticks on fire and blowing them out immediately in the tomb. <laughs> so um, Sierra, Sierra Lannister is there. Um, and uh, she's just a gossip. She's like, well, Lady Johanna was reported to have been abducted when one of the Lord Swan ships sailed through the Stepstones. And Allison's like, well, what's going to happen to Joanna? Have I even met Joanna? I feel like I don't like her already. She's like, well, I heard she's to be sold to a pillow house in the free cities, if you believe the rumors. Like, so she's working at Bed Bath & Beyond now? Yes, they are having layoffs, but she did get a position. It doesn't make sense to me, but that is where she is working, yes. I lucked into finding a new pillow sewer. We're gonna move to round pillows for a while. <laughs> and again, I love that there's like a Joanna. There's also like a Jason hanging around amongst all these yeah. people. So, oh, so then there's the limping guy. Yeah. He's like, my leg is not made for standing. May I sit? <laughs> because I can't be a man and go hunting, so I must sit with ladies and gossip with them. That's mm. me, good old lady man. And <laughs> that's actually, um, so from I saw from this this website, that is um, Lionel Strong's son, Laris. So, like, <laughs> way to go, Laris. Way to be not a man and have to gossip with the women. <laughs> So um, one of the ladies like, well, maybe the princess could give us some advice on what to do with the stepstones, because God forbid one of us is sold to a pillow house. Am I right, lady, who's partly at fault for this? And so she's like, um, I don't know been. about giving you advice. Yeah, she's like, never been, never been. And the lady's like, well, your uncle is the mastermind of this war. Is he not a madame? <laughs> and she's like, I wouldn't know. I haven't spoken to Damon in years. And so then this lady's like, oh, you mean since you supplanted him as heir? She's like trying to really get into her mind a little bit. Yeah, lady, what's your problem? Okay, you're mad at her because she talks to, to Damon. Now you're mad at her because she doesn't. You're just going to be a bitch either way. That's why you should never worry about these people in the gossip room. Okay, no. we've all been in a, in a gossip tent or two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I see you, lady. Yeah. So then Allison is like, well, Damon made his choice, lady Sierra, and the princess was more suited to the role. So then this lady, Jocelyn, Jocelyn Redwine, I don't even know who Jocelyn Redwine is, but she's, she pipes up and she's like, well, he's made a mess and the king must put an end to it and send fleets and men and clear out the triarchy for good, you know, and, you know, the crown is at war. And even though you don't admit it, we've been dragged into it by your uncle, the sea snake. And I'm like, you know, I don't know who you are, Jocelyn Red, Redwine. But you just can't talk to Rhaenyra that way. And Ray Ray is like, oh, war, are we? And here you are, sipping wine and eating cake. Are you warring with cake, Lady Karen? All right? Is it? Are you in a war against my fitness pal? What is it? It's this war you're so worried about. <laughs> it tastes better than that pig you served at that quote-unquote party the other night. Let me tell you that much. So there's this asshole ginger who was smirking at Ray Ray. Um, before he, when she walked in, he's like, giving yeah. her the smirks and he's got like long red hair and he's just slimy. I mean, the casting is really good. Yeah. He's just real slimy. So we see him again cause she goes outside. She's like, just got her, my fitness pal calorie counting joke in. So she's all proud <laughs> she's of herself. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So she's walking outside and 
We've guys, I have an announcement to make. We've got a Jason. Jason. We've got a Jason. Yeah. Jason Lannister. Jason Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Lannisters are kind of funny because they love like a Cersei. You know, they love a they love a they love a Cersei, but then they also love like a Jason, like a good old Jason <laughs> Lannister. So um, and a Jamie. Jamie, know, like Jason, yeah, Jamie. I like it. They they run the gamut in that yeah. naming, in that naming <laughs> scheme. So Jason's like, oh, was your second name as grand as this one? And she's like, um, I won't recall, and neither would Ego. All right, <laughs> the Conqueror, babe. Yes, we know, we know. So um, he's like, uh, so anyway, they start sort of like it's kind of like flirting a little bit. And um, he's like, I don't think that we've been properly introduced. And she's like, um, actually, your twin serves on my father's council. Uh, you may remember he was the one who, like, put the ball on the thing and then just started crying. Do you remember that at all? And he's like, no, don't really remember that very much. Thailand is frightfully dull. The gods love him. I'll tell you what's not dull. This wine, this wine is fetch. So this is a fine hunting ground, but best be at Castle. Best is at Castle Rock near my home. Been to Castle? Been to Castle Rock? Have you? And she's like, uh, yeah, once as a kid, but I don't really remember. You know, so we just called it the House of Basic Names. <laughs> well, he's like, he's like, well, you know what? Let me tell you something. Castle Rock has really come up over the years. I mean, it's thrice the height of Hightower in Old Town. It's taller than the Wall in the North. We got a new Starbucks, and fingers crossed, <laughs> Panera Bread's coming soon. So I think you should come visit. Go to the top, you can see the sunset clear to the other side of town, which is great until the electricity goes out, am I right? (laughs) But who wants to put their AC on 75 all day? (laughs) Anyway, let me show you houses one, two, and three, and then you can make a decision. So so then she's like, it's great. I mean, we don't have a dragon pit, but I do have the means and resources to build one. And she's like, well, why would you need to build a dragon pit? Because, you know, to house dragons, of course. I mean, it's sort of implied. I don't really know why else I would say dragon pit. Do I have to really spell this out for you? I'm really trying to flirt hard with you right now, lady. Yeah, it's like, I do anything for my queen or my lady wife. And she's like, okay. Hey, thanks, Creepy. Here's your roofie back. You can take that back to the bar. I'm going to go for a walk. So she leaves him, and she goes inside to the king, and she's like, is this what I am to you? A prize for your houses. Is that what? You're just going to raffle me to the highest bidder then? He's like, someone guessed how many jelly beans there were in that jar? Oh, how so do you feel about <laughs> how do you feel about a dunk tank? How about that? She's like, no, I want none of it. She's like, well, you're of age, Rhaenyra, and Jason Lasser is an excellent match. I mean, he lives in a very tall home. He's a little skeezy, <laughs> but again, I mean, the views—you gotta love a good view, right? And she's like, but he's arrogant and self-serious, as a, no one else on this show is 100 percent like that all the time. <laughs> Unlike all the fucking jokers on this show. So the king's like, well, I thought you had that in common. You see, that was funny. I've tried to get you passed off to a penis with a house, and you blow everyone off. Not literally, of course. And she's like, I don't want to get married. That's why, daddy. And he's like, okay, yeah, I figured that. All right, and now they're yelling at each other. He's like, why are you a teenager? She's like, why are you a boomer? (laughs) And then Otto comes in and interrupts, and he's like, uh, excuse me, Your Grace. There's been a sighting of a white heart. The stag is the king 
of the king's wood and a regal portent for we saw a deer we basically saw a deer and we thought that'd be something easy enough for you to kill so do you want to try to kill it the or? stag of stagwood white heart staggery stag stag is here it's regal <laughs> as fuck to pull your diaper up all right pull it up let's do this everyone's going to be impressed when you get a white stag this just in uh we also are getting a report of a few squirrels too and they are also very royal so if you want to sort of go out there already because we really want to go hunting and you're in here talking to your daughter a lot so if we could maybe move the hunting along a little bit squirrels yeah. stags etc so i guess i thought it was boar hunting too but i guess they're waiting around for this white stag to show up because i guess when you name the king or whatever you have to like kill a white stag it's something like that right it's a very important white just, stag ceremony so they're waiting for news yeah it's just a great symbol to have it's like for this to happen on the day that Aegon is having a second name ceremony, for a white stag to show up is yeah, huge. It's big. It's huge. Big. big. So Ray Ray goes outside and she's fuming. She's like, oh, old people suck. And then Hottie Kristen um, sees something and then he. He goes after it's her. her. It's her. It's her getting on a horse and jetting the fuck out of there. She's like, I'm leaving. I'm driving the hills of Malibu in my Maserati. <laughs> Except it's a horse in a forest. And so she does. She's off. And he's like, oh, I'm Kristen. I'm speeding after her. And so he goes. And then in the forest, uh, he keeps yelling for her, but she won't stop. And then he runs his horse right up to hers and grabs her horse's reins. And they stop. I was like, yeah. that, that guy can get it. Yeah, that was I mean, hot. He's gonna, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna happen, you know. And so she's all mad. He's because he's like, "What's going on? Like, what's what's happening? You can talk to me. I got sort of longish hair." And so she's like, "It's my father. He's trying to sell me off to Jason Lannister. I mean, what a common name, Jason. Blah! Stupid. What's your name again, Christian? All right, also pretty stupid too. But either way, I'm not trying to marry you, okay?" She's like, was I only named heir, so my own, I might only further raise the standing of a lord of Castle Rock. And he's like, you want me to kill him? She's like, okay, <laughs> okay, calm down there. He's like, let's go back. There's a double-headed pig still. Surely that's not gone bad yet. And she's like, oh, it's a beautiful day. Let's take a walk or something. And he's like, he asked her if she's ever been betrothed before. Oh, no, she asked him if he's ever been betrothed before. And he's like, well, I had an adventurous youth, but my station wasn't high enough for a betrothal, which is why I got that jar of pomade and I just let my wind flow in the hair for whoever wants a touch. You know, they, they used to call me, some. I believe it was called Sir Fuckboy, which... You know, I understand. I felt it was a little bit of a rude title, personally. I did have a habit of sending lots of scrolls to women and then suddenly stop sending the scrolls. But, you know, I was young. I was exploring, you know. But I had my adventures. Never quite married. I just, you know, I, I like to take things a little slow. I like to, normally when I'm not chasing a girl on a horse, I like to take it very, very slow. What can I say? I'm a working Well, progress. you're lucky you have a say. You have a say in your own life. I don't even have a say. He's like, are you kidding? Everyone's jealous of you, princess. And she's like, my title is toothless. I don't get to do anything. And he's like, one day you'll hold enough power to write my name in the book. And all that I have I owe to you. Now I'd hardly call that toothless. Now, Jason Lannister, that's one toothless gummy ginger. Am I right? <laughs> 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 so now we go back to um, the hunt and the uh, there's like lots of dogs barking and they're in the woods 
And the king is like, they're like, he's like, where is this damn white stag that everyone's talking about? And this one guy's like, well, we found some droppings, you know, so it's close. Yeah, so, they pick up. They're like, here, king, smell these droppings. He's like, still fresh. Still fresh, I see. It's like, nice, guys. Okay, Just give the nice. king literal shit to hold him to, up to his nose. Okay. <laughs> we know you didn't like the buffet, but this was a rude way of getting revenge. You know, there's no, I get, that, like, it's, I get no that it's stag poop. Okay. Should we taste this before we go hunt? No, you don't need to. Okay, we get it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so guys, then, I have, um, I, um, I'll give you $20 if you somehow convince the king to hold shit up to his nose. Okay, can anyone do it, please? Commercials. Here comes one right now. So a guy's like, well, we have this trail, all right? And before the dragons rolled out, the symbol of these lands were the White Hearts. They were the White Hearts. And Otto's like, well, I'm not one for signs, but if God did wish to show their favor... It's this shit they left you on the road. So congratulations, <laughs> sir. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Um, my grandson is definitely going to be the heir as evidenced by poop. Okay, we found some poop. So <laughs> definitely give the, th- give the throne to my grandson. So now they... So even though they're like really close to the stag, they decide, let's go drink instead. So they go back to the tent. And now they're all just drinking. And they're all just like having fun. And um, Jason Lannister goes up to the king. He has like a spear. And he's like, oh, by the way, I have this gift for you. I probably should have led with this like several hours ago because I've just had the spear awkwardly sitting in the corner there. But I've decided I'm going to give this to you because this is in honor of Prince Aegon. The child bad conqueror of the second day. Yes. The, <laughs> and all that. <laughs> Number one in roller rink figure eight. Okay, we got it. We got it, buddy. He's like, it's a spear. I've had it made just for Aegon. Okay, guys, I know that this isn't the show we're supposed to be talking about industrial design, okay? <laughs> but Or apparel design. What is a spear? Yeah. Okay, it's this full spear. And then on the end, the part that stabs people to death, giant animals, presumably, or humans, to death and gets blood all over it. You put a fucking uh, uh, dangly earring. What do you call those dangling earrings with the... Yeah. What am I trying to say? It's like a... Uh, like a thing like on a, a pillow? What's a thing on the it's pillow? It's a tassel. Like, it's like a, a tassel. tassel. You yeah. put a tassel around it that's as long as a spear? Who's going to keep this fucking thing clean? Listen. Who's going to... Get out of here with that Jason. Jason, if you're going to try to impress the king with your spear, don't get it like cost plus world market okay like really like invest some money because right now none of us are convinced yeah he got like a cheap spear and then he put a tassel on it like <laughs> yeah. to make it fancy we see you by hot the way glue, if you're trying if you're, glue, jason yeah if you're trying to kill an animal by the way you're not gonna sneak up on it with a jangling ass tassel that's making noise okay <laughs> this needs to be a quiet spear no adornments quiet and sleek <laughs> Uh, so he's like, I hope this provides the killing stroke against your white heart, the king of Kingswood. It's as though the settlers blessed this day. He's like, uh, thanks for the stick. He's like, well, I would be honored to marry your wife. <laughs> I mean, marry your daughter. I, I would take it a crown. All right. I offer you strength. And the king's like, oh, really? Do you think the house Targaryen wants for strength? Have you seen my carriage? All right. Well. You can stand up and turn around in that thing. <laughs> Well, I, 
I'm not saying that you guys are wanting for strength, but you guys are currently being defeated by several tiny crabs. So <laughs> I'm just putting it out there that if you needed a little help, it's not it's not you. It's just, you know, sometimes crabs can, you know, that it's just sad. It's a little sad. We're all kind of talking about it, and I just want to be the first one to speak up. So Yeah, it's just, he's like, it's just a weapon, all right? Like, if one had dragons to offer you, would you take the dragons? And the king's like, huh, you have dragons. That's not really the point, though, is it? So Jason's like, well, as your firstborn son, many of us assumed that he would be. He's like, you assumed? Have you, Bannerman, said anything? Who's gossiping about me? Because it is your duty to report treason. And I don't name heirs on a whim. All right? And you do well to remember that. Thanks for the gift. Now try scrunchy next time, creepy head. All right? Well, just get up from a nap. Get out of my face. <laughs> Cheap ass spear. <laughs> So then uh, the king is getting more weight. I don't even know why the king is just going so hard in the wine tonight, but he just really is. He's just really drinking. Because and everybody then, wants him to name that baby as heir, and he's like, but Ray Ray's going to be mad at me. Which That's true. It's, hey, it's the, that's a decent worry, sir. She she will kill you. And I did forget that the king does have a tortured scene in a moment where he talks about like all his regrets and his concerns. So... Um, so now Otto is like, Otto is so all about this white, this white. Like he's like that person who just watched a, a new show and is really trying to sell you on it. He's like, oh, have you seen Industry yet? It is so good. You should listen and watch it. It's like really good. Like it takes like a little while to like, to, to heat up. But then once it does, it is so good. So I really think you should watch it. Okay. So he's like all about that with this. I'm not stack. watching another show about people fucking at work. Okay. I'll watch enough <laughs> Below Deck. I saw that commercial for industry before uh, this episode last night. I was like, what is this? They're like, but I meant it. I meant it. I was like, what are you crying about? You're at work. It's not crying. It's supposed to be great, actually. But uh, either way, Otto is like all about this white stag. So he's like, he's like, so uh, what do you think about Jason Lannister for your awful daughter? And the king's like, no, I mean... That spear was pretty janky. I was expecting more from someone who lives on such a tall house, you know? Uh, and he's like, that man's pride has pride. And Otto's like, well, you're not just Ray Ray's father. You're also the king. So she must do what you command. She's just a girl. And he's like, well, I don't want to command her. I want her to be happy. All right? Just one Father's Day. It would be nice not to have a stomp out of the room acting all, you know, mean to me. And he's like, well, there is another choice beyond Castle Rock. One you might be more comfortable with. One closer to home. He's like, oh, God, let me guess. You've got a child. You've got a bus full of children coming over here to play out The Bachelor. And he's like, well, yeah, the prince, the baby. Look at the baby. That would be fun. That's romantic, isn't it? He's like, wait. You said this would be one that I'd be more comfortable with? <laughs> He's like, so last week it was like pedophilia, but now this week it's pedophilia and incest? I don't know. And, yeah, no, this week it's baby failure and incest. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, Otto? <laughs> He's like, I'm Jeez. just trying to think outside the box a little bit. <laughs> He's like, just the- go back inside the box, Otto. <laughs> back into the box, sir. He's, he's like, well, the boy did just to turn two years old. And Otto's like, yes, but <laughs> it would end this, these proposals for Rhaenyra's hand because Good she's ma- because she's taken. No, because I think most people would be creeped out by the fact that she's marrying her two-year-old half-brother. So I think this could be a really good uh, plan. Yeah. So then um, he just gets wasted, the king. 
you know, the Otto's like, oh, well, I guess someone's not wanting to marry a baby right now. They must be <laughs> drinking too much, so... <laughs> Well, I'll come back to this later. So the king's like, fuck this, I'm getting shit-faced. So he just gets drunker and drunker and almost spills the pitcher. And Alicent is gossiping with the biddies, and they keep looking at each other. She's like, look at me. You're a happy life, and yet you're not happy. He's like, oh my god, I've got a young wife, but why can't I be happy? And then uh, later, we see Sir... What's his well, bones? Lord so Lionel shows up. So Lord Lionel yes. walks up to the king, who's the king is now wasted on his throne. He's like, "Good God, the hands trying to get my get my daughter to marry my my toddler son, and my wife is sitting there just rubbing her stomach over and over again, and this is just too much." And so Lord Lionel just comes up, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, we sent Kristen after your daughter." In case you were wondering, many hours later, because it doesn't seem like you're really caring about your daughter, but anyway, we sent you know Kristen. And the king is like, oh, God, that girl is a heedless contrarian. If I had forbid her to wed a Lannister, she would have wed Lord Jason out of spite. Am I right? Am I? Come on. Can, can anyone get a laugh? That was a joke, everyone. That was pretty. I think it was a pretty good joke considering how wasted I am. Anyone? No one? And Lionel's like, well, so the last king ruled over peace, while, r- ruled in a time of peace while his daughter's Drove him to madness. So it's tradition, sir. Do you want my opinion? He's like, oh, my God. Should I guess? All right, you believe the strongest knight in the Seven Kingdoms, Breakbones, is the best match. And he's like, no, the son of the water snake, Sir Lionel. Some years ago, I counseled you to take his wife, Lenore. Um, they're of pure descent. His, his pure descent. He's the heir to the wealthiest house in the realm. It would, you know, everyone would be psyched for this. Lord, just do it. Just do it. All right. Just give Corliss what he wants. Listen, I'll be honest. A few years ago, I did suggest that you take Corliss's child bride, and I lost a lot of credibility. But now that Otto has said that your daughter should marry your son, I feel like I've risen up in the ranks a little <laughs> bit. So here's my rebound suggestion. Lennis. Uh, so he's Leonard. the king's like, fuck this. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of talking about children dating. So he just, <laughs> like, staggers off. And then uh, we go to Ray Ray and Kristen sitting by a fire, okay? And Kristen's like, Princess, I want to make a final plea to return. His grace is certain to be worried, and surely dessert will be up soon. Pig Sundays. (laughs) Surely something really skillful done with the pig for dessert. (laughs) And so she's just like, no, I'm not going back. I'm not going back at all. And um, they're just like, she's like, do you think the realm will ever accept me as their queen? And he's like... I feel like this is a trick question. I want to say yes, but I also kind of know it's no. So I'm just going to say they'll have no choice to. She's like, quiet. <laughs> there's rustling. So now he takes out a sword because there's like yes. the horses are spooked. So, and we hear wailing herd in the br- walking herd in the brush. Don, don, don. And Kristen's like tiptoeing, and there's a camera behind him. So we're like, oh my God, he's going to die. And I love his jacket. I was like, please don't die in that jacket. <laughs> I love that jacket. And then, um, I assumed it was the white stag. There breathing. I thought yeah. the white stag was going to come out, like, be like, it's me. But, um, it's instead, a boar. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a really extra boar. It's just like, running out out of nowhere it just comes darting at them and then like attacking them and it's like okay literally no one was doing anything it was so chill you first of all you should also be a sleep boar it's nighttime you're a daytime animal why are you running why honestly the boar probably has rabies and i think 
Boris or fuckers? Rhaenyra may may have rabies now. <laughs> well, at least it's not crabs. Am I right? All right. We'll see what those <laughs> those did to people back then. Um, but yeah, the boar comes out. Boars are horrible. They're horrible. I mean, Hannibal Lecter fed people to them. Well, remember what happened right? to Shakira last year? The boars attacked her in a park in Boars Spain. are fucks. Boars are fucks. <laughs> if they'll go after Shakira, they're definitely going after Rhaenyra. Yeah. So um, the boar comes in and knocks down Ray Ray and starts ripping at her. And Kristen stabs the boar through the skull and the knife comes out the front of his mouth. And I wanted Ray Ray to kill this thing. But Ray Ray does yeah. grab a knife and just stab it 5,000 times. She's like, yeah. you fucker! She, cause, well, because it like... It like starts to like re- move a little bit. They know the boar was like, "Whoa!" I took some strong acid. <laughs> like, "Whoa!" And she's like, "Dar!" And then she just like stabs it fifty times, and um, that that's it for the boar. But the blood gets all over her face. It's like she's letting out all her anger, all her anger at her father and her mom and her grief and Allison. And she's like, you know, a kid, and she still hasn't heard back from from Amherst College. And she get in, and you know, she's stabbing, and then. Yeah, she, she gets it all, it all out. So then the king and Allison are talking. He's shit faced, and he's like, "Everything." She's like, "Everything okay, Gracie? Break any models today? What's going on with you?" And he's like, "Mom, I named Ray Ray because she's my only child, and I wanted her to be the queen. Uh, and I didn't think I was gonna get married and have another baby, but I did. Now what am I gonna do? I'm like, I'm a dreamer, okay? I'm not just a king. I dream things, okay? <laughs> like, uh. what's the owner of a dragon?" <laughs> Um, the owner of Prophecy. So let me dream. Can I just dream? So basically, he had one dream many years ago, and he's been trying to like redream it again. First of all, first law, first law of recurring dreams that the only recurring dreams you have are the stupid ones, like the one I had last night that I was back in college and I hadn't done my like I hadn't done all the reading for my my exam. Okay, you don't get recurring dreams of awesome stuff like. Oh, I saw who the new who the, the the I never I got my prophecy again. You only get a prophecy once. No, um, unfortunately, yeah, you can't choose your dreams, right? Yeah. So he's like, you know, I saw in a dream very vividly a male born to me, wearing the conquering crown, and being the first person in the kingdom besides me to also tile his own bathroom. After watching one episode of an HGTV show. So I wanted it to be true. To be a dreamer myself. And I sought that vision again. But then it never came again. And then I poured all my thought and all my will into it. And my obsession killed Ray Ray's mother. And so I thought naming Ray Ray was the way out of my abyss of grief. I thought it would set things right. But then I remarried and had a son. What if I was wrong? Maybe I am a dreamer. Am I a dreamer? Should I fuck Ray Ray over? Oh, I thought I would fix it. But then I wound up marrying some boring wench. Oh, you're still here, Alison. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought my monologue had surely driven you away by now. So she's like, uh, are we going to dinner now? Because I'm still wearing my hairnet. So So, can someone tell me if I'm serving the cranberry (laughs) sauce? Okay. Like, so you kind of regret, like, uh, what I'm getting out of this is that you kind of regret marrying me. um, But just as a reminder, I did fix your stupid ass midlife crisis model. I fixed fixed the tiling in the bathroom that you tried. I did recommend someone that could pierce your ear. And I said nothing when you got a sports horse. So... Fine. Uh, so in the morning, 
the kings and the knights and all of his people ride up to the forest. And the king gets off his horse. And his men have caught a deer, a stag, yeah. whatever. And they've got it by the horns and yeah. ropes. I mean, what the fuck you got? This is, this is so wuss of the king. So yeah. they've already caught it for him. All he has to do is like walk up and stab it with mm-hmm. his stupid, gifted dollar store stick thing that the ginger gave him yeah. and then he goes up there and he still can't fucking do it right he, he stabs it. him in the wrong and it's awkward and everyone's like oh my god wuss wuss <laughs> i mean a little to the left sir so then he's like oh jeez he's all hung over he's like oh my god why do i smell like bile and mustard Boom, and then he gets it right but you know to be fair he did have a shitty spear so, like, maybe if he had, like, a better quality one, he would have gotten the first I shot. I couldn't aim so. properly because of the tassel flying in front of the <laughs> aim spot. The tassel spooked the deer. It moved its neck. It just it wasn't going to work out for me. I'm sorry. <sighs> so, um, so he basically does kill it, like, barely. It's, like, embarrassing. It's not even, it's not even the great white. So it's just, like, some uh, random stag. Yeah, so, it's just like, some rando. They couldn't find the white one, so they're like, maybe we'll just bleach it on the way back to camp, sir. And he's like, sounds good. Sound loaded up, boys. <laughs> so then we go, and it's like really light applause because everyone they're just like, knows that was mo. pathetic, right? Yeah. So then talk about an awkward morning after Ray Ray and Kristen wake up wearing the same blood that they wore to go to bed in. Yeah. It is awkward. Yeah, it is really awkward. awkward. And they're like looking over... The woods. They're like on a. They're like on like a little cliff, and they're looking over the woods. And then, oh my god, I can't believe it! The white stag walks up, and so of course Kristen takes out a sword because he's a monster. It turns out. By the way, don't trust this guy. He basically admitted that he was a fuck boy, and now he wants to kill the white heart. Okay, boo. So, but she's like, no, 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 don't do that. And then the stag. So the stag walks up, and then sort of stands there majestically, and then just runs away. And I'm like. That was a nice moment, but also, what's going on with the stag? Like, like, what does it want? It's a sign. So it's just gonna. Oh, yeah. you mean? Uh, I mean, like, it's why a sign. is it I like? Think it's why like is... saying like she's actually the one no. who's rightfully the heir to the throne, yeah. right? No, I understand. I understand the symbolism. I'm like just wondering, like, what is oh. like stag? What's if you didn't want to be here, why'd you even come over? Because he heard there were a couple of bloody sluts in the forest and he wanted to see who was fucking and wearing the same blood they went to bed in the next morning. That's why. I just feel like the stag just like bolted. It was like it was being crazy. (laughs) I just I'm just not totally understanding the motivations of the boar or the stag. I feel like these animals are acting crazy in this forest. (laughs) I would go back to the city. The stag's like, you're boring. I just wanted to see the humans, but you suck. So I'm going to go away. (laughs) It's a very like coy stag it's like here i am and now i'm running away it's like no one did anything stag why are you running away (laughs) that is white stag fragility it's like i'm (laughs) out of here i don't want to hear any of this unless they're going to kill me or take a photo i'm out (laughs) so then the boar is brought in um yeah because ray ray like ray ray is like just let it go like what what do i have to prove everything but nothing so he runs off so they bring the boar into town and everyone's like well look at that bull stabbed nine thousand times <laughs> ray ray covered in a blood mask yeah ray ray's getting a vampire facial everyone the gossipy ladies are like oh, no wonder she still looks so young <laughs> did she just get an o shot so uh <laughs> they're like my goodness all that blood in your hair have you been frequenting the pillow houses 
So, uh, he, but she walks in like all like, yeah, I killed a boar or technically just finished off a boar. I did the easiest part. I killed it 40 times, but Kristen <laughs> did the big part. But then like Jason, Jason Lasser sees her and he's like, Ugh. he like makes like a big exaggerated, like that's gross. She killed a boar. She's not invited to Castle Rock anymore. So that's clearly done. Yeah. So that's it. That's the end of that, uh, that little tent city party. So now back at the castle, Otto comes to Allison's room and uh, he's like, please get that porridge hand scraper out of my face. She's like, nannies, take away the baby. So they do. And he's like, did you enjoy your hunt, your grace? How fared my grandchild? Because he is the future of the realm. And, you know, you bore the king a son and ended 15 years of doubt and Egan was born to rule. She's like, oh, my God, Dad. You know, you can be a little bit more subtle, all right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dad, you're so uh-huh. transparent. I mean, like, I looked the other way when you hauled me out to the king, but, like, you don't have to like, say these things out loud. Like, I understand what's supposed to happen. Soon everyone will be eating porridge with their hands. Dad, stop it, okay? <laughs> we get it. He's like, what, what's your problem? Don't you want your son to be king? And she's like, what, mother, wouldn't? And he's like, well, you must know if Ray Ray took over, people will be pissed. They will be pissed. And she's like, oh, but Ray Ray, Ray would be a good queen. Uh, not of the library. <laughs> That's for sure. Wouldn't put her in charge of that. But everything else she'd be pretty good at. More like and- Barnes and Ignoble. Am I right? Am I right? So and he's like, well, it wouldn't matter if it was Jahira himself come back. And she's like, well, what do you want my baby to rob her of her birthright? And he's like, duh, the road is clear. Aegon will be king. They will name breakfast foods after him. And you must guide Viserys towards reason. Get a bottle of model glue and your blowjob lips and get the fuck up there. How many times do I have to ask? <laughs> so then Alicent goes over to the king's room and she's like, I was hoping we might discuss some things. Like, if this is about Squid Game, fine. Just start it. I will catch up on my own time. She's like, no. not. Oh, I did, actually already did start it. You did? I mean, anyway, can I talk to you about something? He goes, is it about Rhaenyra? I don't think that she enjoyed Jason Lannister's company. And he starts saying how, like, he just wants her to marry. But, like, you know, like, she's just always, she's always so resistant. And she's like, well... She will marry, but this is a radical idea. I think it has to be her choice. I think the woman has to actually be able to have some control of her destiny. What? And it's actually a little more, um, it's actually a little more sneaky than that because she says she must believe it's her choice to do so. She's like, hello, do I need to teach you how to manipulate women? All right. (laughs) Luckily, you married the right woman. So she sees a little ice scroll on his tray and she's like, is that a new ice scroll? Does that have the new update on it? (laughs) Are you, hello, scrolly, are you running 15.6 solidly? Let me play with this. Let me play with this. It has the new OS, but it's the old mod of scroll, so it's going very slowly right now. But try if you want. It's going to frustrate you. He's like, well, it's just a letter from Damon Eggplantia. Sorry, it was a typo. It's really (laughs) weird autocorrect. All right. Uh, so basically the scroll says that Coralus and Damon are losing their war and that they, you know, they need help. Cause this is, this letter is sent from Coralus's brother 
And the king doesn't want to send help because he's like, well, they started it. And if I provide sucker to them, then what does that say about the crown? And she's like, well, right now the crown's being beaten by crabs. Not my words, just everyone else's. So I don't know. What do you think? And um, she's like, but don't you want them to think that you're a good man? And he's like, <laughs> you believe I'm a good man? I've got a bridge to sell you. All right. So um, Ray comes to small council and uh, the king is handing a scroll to the messenger. And he's like, I am sending aid to the Stepstones. And she's like, uh, but did he ask for that? And he's like, well, no, he'd sooner die, but I won't allow that. Do you not, my, do you not think my decision correct? And she's like, well, it's no consequence with I think I'm so often reminded I'm only the person who stabbed a bull 97 times and dragged it into the town and fed everyone dessert finally but <laughs> sorry I boobies and the, the king is like well I mean Damon is a thorn in my flesh must you insist on taking after him and she's like well if you intend to marry me off to Castleary Rock where they have a quote unquote Starbucks as if we don't have intelligentsia here for crying out loud can you believe you tried to sell me on that so he's like marry me off to Ginger Rogers over there you dick he's like okay I'm sorry she's like you're gonna replace me you have a son now you don't have any more use for me you might as well just pet on me for what you can and he's like okay you've missed judged me all right she's like everyone knows it jason knows it everyone knows it you you just want you just want a boy he's like listen it is true that as rulers we must marry for advantage and forge alliances and you have always understood this i myself was promised to your mother when i was 10 of 7 years old also known as 17 and and she's like, oh, my God, Dad, I know the story. Ten of seven. You met Mom, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, I loved her, and she made a man of me. And I do not seek to replace you as a child. I mean, replace you, comma, child. But you'll be much alone these past few years. And alone and angry, I will not live forever. And I wish to see you contented, happy even. So would she's you like, like a to- man, A man's supposed to make me happy? <laughs> What about instead of a man, how about a boy? A very, very small boy who also happens to be a brother, but that's a technicality and he's only two years old. Listen, I know that you kind of want a man, you kind of want a baby. What if you could have them both at once? (laughs) She's like, can we go back to Jason Jason Lannister? I'm sort of into Starbucks now. So he's like, and she's like, yeah, if, if it was so important to marry somebody for the reputation, then you would have married, you know, fucking frozen last week. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, okay, true enough, but you must marry. So strengthen your clan, shore up your succession, multiply as your match, pick yourself, search him out, find one that pleases with you, pleases you. All right. And she's like, oh. Okay, Dad. Oh my God. Thank you, Daddy. Love you. It's like Ray Ray try to like have some sort of poker face. She's suddenly just like blatantly smiling. It's like, come on, girl. Like, God, don't relinquish all your power. Okay. So she's she like, leaves. nailed it. So now we go back to the stepstones for Triarchy and uh, the dragons. There, it's all. It's like there's boats trying to go through. They're getting hit by by fireballs and everything. Everything's going wrong for Damon and, and Corliss's army. They have food is dwindling. They only have a fortnight left, maybe 10 and seven days at best. Okay. So Corliss is, uh, so then um, Corliss's brother, Vaymond has talked about how he, he called for dr- to drift Mark for more ships. They're running out. They don't know what to do. 
they're fucked, basically. Yeah. So most of them are like, well, ask the king for help. And they're like, we're not asking the king for shit. And they're like, oh, really? Well, that makes us look stupid. Just ask him for help. They're like, no, we will not. And then a uh, messenger comes, or like a messenger well, crew before the comes. Messenger, before the messenger arrives, we meet Lenor, who was proposed as a potential suitor for Rhaenyra. And he has this idea. He's like, look. Every time we go in with a dragon, they always just go into the caves. So what if we draw them out of the caves? <laughs> what if we give them a reason to come out? Yeah, they're like, give them, give them some bait. And they're like, who? And they're like, fucking uh, eyebrow free over there. Let him do it. <laughs> And so they're Damon, like, no, you can't give him the king's brother. And like, well, if the king won't give his own brother, then fuck the king. How about that? <laughs> they're like, do no mutiny. No mutiny. How dare you? Yeah, so Damon's just there. Damon's like exhausted. He's just like killed three people. So then the messenger shows up and he's like, I bring word of his grace for Sir Targaryen, first of his name, King of the Andors, right, uh, right, right, the, right, the, the, the first man, the, uh, the Lord of the Seven Kings, and protector of the Seven Realms, so, father of the Babe Conqueror, who's also the second of his name and has blonde hair, thrower of great buffets, and person who killed a stag that wasn't white, but was a pretty cool stag nonetheless. Holder of dragon repair, drinker of the Franzia. Just give us a fucking scroll, dude. So Damon reads it, and he hands it back, and then he turns to the table and lets the sun shine on his face. And then he takes off his helmet, and he just starts kicking the messenger's ass. He's like, yeah, fuck you, how about that? How about you take that back to the king? Ah!" Like, wow, you're literally killing the messenger. Great. So, uh, Mm. So then... We hear the, the basically the note was sort of passive aggressive. It was like, brother, I have ordered 10 ships and 2,000 men to set sail from King's Landing to join in the effort, the failing effort at the Stepstones. Though time and circumstance have seen us estranged, no, that is not my desire to see you fail in your course. Implication is that, of course, you are failing in your course. Ha, ha, ha. ha. Oh, I should delete that. Siri, delete. Ha, ha, ha. Siri, delete it. Delete Why Siri. is there another eggplant on this scroll? <laughs> what am I saying that's leading to eggplant emoji? Somebody. <laughs> so then, <laughs> he basically is like, you know, like, here, I'm going to help you, and I hope you are have a safe return. Yeah. So then Damon's rowing on the water all emo, and then he approaches like a skull in the water with crabs coming out of the eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nope, still not scared. We're going to still need to work on this villain. This, they're terribly adorable, even coming out of schools, aren't they? <laughs> so he goes into the camp, and uh, ev- there's nobody there. It just looks like dead people everywhere. So he walks up this little hill, and then he starts waving a white flag like, Can you hear the people sing, singing a song of angry men? And then he just stabs the um, flag into the hill, and crab feeder's like, Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Like, so Crabfeeder slowly walks out of the cave, and then uh, Crabfeeder starts nodding to people, and so they all start coming out slowly of hiding, and they're like, "Is it real? Is this a trick? Are you <laughs> tricking guys? Like, I'm not tricking you. Not tricking like, you. I feel like this might be a trick to lure out everyone from the caves, but I'm not sure. So everyone come out of the caves anyway, and then we'll find out for sure that way. Yeah, they keep coming. They like put a foot. Like and a cho near him, and then he's like, holding take up it a back. sword. He's holding like, up a sword take like my this. Toe. <laughs> so he's holding up a sword, like take my sword, 
and he's like bowing down and the guy comes and the archers are like they're ready like maybe this this could be bad could be a trap not sure maybe we should kill him first kill him first and then find out if it's a trap no let's keep him alive and then we'll know if it's a trap knock draw so they do and uh someone approaches slowly and damon's like nope seriously take the sword what do i need a fool just kill me i don't care (laughs) so they take it from him and then the crab feeder's nodding at everybody like okay now the next team come out okay team three cave three you can have people come out now okay it's like it's like at a wedding when they call tables (laughs) at the buffet i was like okay if you're ready uh, you can get in line for the buffet. Come on out. Yeah. And then right when they're about to, you know, looks like they're about to shoot arrows, Damon's like, kidding! And he, like, jumps up and, like, stabs somebody with the knife he had in his shoe. Yeah. And then grabs his sword back and just starts chopping people and running around and, like, avoiding, you know, 97 million arrows that are coming at him at one time. He's like, ah, miss me. Ah, miss <laughs> yeah. me. Ah, Suddenly miss these- me. Suddenly he avoids every almost every arrow. The crab feeder just standing there. I am yet to see why anyone is following the crab feeder. Like, why does the crab feeder have an enigmatic hold on this giant army? He like doesn't say anything. He doesn't ride into battle. He doesn't really do anything. He just sort of stares. So that there's so no Dave, speech. There's yeah. no speech from Crab Feeder. You oh. know, most of these shows rely on that. Men, I know we feel lost. But we are men. Men of a cloth. There's something, but crab feeder, like he won't even feed you. You don't even want the one thing he has, crabs, because they're they're all fed on people. Yeah, you know? and so and crab feeder keeps looking up in the sky because he keeps on like expecting the dragon. He's like, is it now? No. Mm-hmm. Is it now? No. Is it now? No. So he keeps looking, and there's just like more sort of. And so now Damon's been hit by a few arrows, so he's like behind, under this like little structure, and he's like lying there, and everything looks terrible. And then all of a sudden, like the this like the crab feeders army realizes that they've been surrounded by Damon's army and they're there and not only that like rot row the dragon of course the dragon and so someone finally had this brave idea of like why don't as long as long as we have a dragon let's go for the archers first and then the people and so after 3 years they finally <laughs> take out the archers <sighs> yes and then Damon's because the crab feeder guess what the crab feeder does he's like well never really came out of the cave so I'm just gonna walk backwards with Bob Fosse fingers yeah like the cave that. method so always worked get me. Cave method yeah he walks backwards right into the cave and Damon sees him and he's like oh really and now Damon's had a couple of arrows but you know non-lethal places so he pulls him out and he runs into the cave and then he comes out of the cave dragging the upper half of crab feeder which we didn't see the fight. I mean, I would have liked. No, I don't I know. I wanted to fight. see how the crab feeder fought. You know? you know what we got instead? We got a lot because um, Laner was was uh, riding the the dragon, Lenor. He was riding the dragon, and it was very much like it was reminding me of like Star Wars Episode One when it was like baby Darth Vader was in like a little jet jet wing or whatever, and he's like woohoo woohoo. It like became very much like Laner being like whoa. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I like Laner on this dragon. It's not a real fit for me, you know? Oh, so then um, we see Damon dragging the upper half of the crab feeder out. and His entrails are, you know, hanging out, yeah, which is gross. And um, he just is covered in blood and goo. And I thought, damn, Damon actually looks really cute with eyebrows because his eyebrows kind of got dyed from the blood. And I was like, wow, this ended up with Damon being hotter. <laughs> so it's a yeah. win-win for me. 
It's also a really big upstaging of Rhaenyra because, like, for a while they were like, she's badass. Like, she walked into a camp with a boar. Like, she, she like, killed a boar, had blood on her face. And he's like, I just killed, like, the, the only enemy that we've, the only villain we've seen on this show. I just killed him and actually dragged half his body out. So, I hate yeah. to one-up your boar, but I have a human, so. Yeah, so they did have a little of... um Maybe too badass of of a uh, Damon moment there, but you know what? I was I was for it, and I'm just yeah. glad Crab Feeder is gone. Me too. I'm sick of Crab Feeder. Crab sick Feeder of him. It's not interesting. I'm glad that's over. I'm glad that we got to spend some time with like some character development too, as opposed to just like like ten different scenes at the city council with like blustery old men saying like, "Well, you can't do this." Well, one certainly cannot do that. Uh, well, this will beggar the ports. Oh, you certainly cannot do that. Well, one cannot do that. One should do this, you know? Yeah. Talking marble, talking marble, talking marble, which I'm sure we'll get more of, but yeah. fun episode. I liked it. Okay. I liked it too. I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm looking That's forward it. to seeing if maybe uh, Rhaenyra gets, partakes in a little uh, incest and pedophilia next week. Who knows? Oh, Lord help us. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for Winter's Crapping. Okay, we'll be back over on Watch What Crappens, our other podcast. So join us over there. If you want this video, go to patreon.com slash watch what crappens on the crappens on demand level. And that's where you'll find it. Thanks for being here. Bye, everyone. Bye.